You are listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. For more information on my book and other resources, check out yellingcurebook.com. Hey, it's Robin McMahon here. I wanted to quickly preface this episode and let you know what this is all about. What we're talking about here is how to survive the holidays. And my guest is Becky Ray. She's the Facebook group manager for Raising Kids with a Growth Mindset, which is the page that belongs to the Big Life Journal. So they are they're interconnected. And it's a fantastic group of moms and parents that are just like you who are listening to me. And we had a great live discussion on the page about how to survive the holidays. So you're going to be hearing Becky and I talking and well, laughing and being a little bit silly as well as we talk about how to survive the holidays. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Becky, the Facebook group manager for this amazing group, Raising Kids with a Growth Mindset. And this is my friend, Robin. She is a parenting coach from Parenting for Connection. And we just finished um, a live on her page, Parenting for Connection. That's right. So we're a little spaced out. Um, And now we're hopping on to do a live over here. And we're very excited. We're talking a little bit about how to survive the holidays, how to remain patient, (sighs) patient. Um, We are Canadian, both of us. Proud Canadians. Unapologetic. Unapologetic, (laughs) freezing cold Canadians. Uh, But we know lots of our U.S. Mm -hmm. compatriots are celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow. And uh, even in Canada here, we have Black Friday now. It's kind of snuck up and it caused, you know, there's lots of chaos now. And then leading into the holiday season, lots of people celebrating various holidays coming up in December and uh, the new year. And so Robin, what can you help us with Mm. as parents, coaches, teachers in our group? Um, how to survive this holiday season with joy, mm. with joy, with joy, yeah, not just, not oh. just surviving, but <laughs> thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh we're, my gosh. we're up in the game here. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I, I love this group and I love, um, I love the big life journal. Mm. I love it all. It is so aligned with my work as a parent coach. And, um, you know, what I would, what I would say and what I do say to all of my clients is, okay, first we got to just take a breath. Yeah. We got to kind of slow down a little bit because you know what happens when we are everywhere doing all of the things we react, right? Instead of respond. Mm. And, And what happens is, is that when we are not intentional about our words, our actions, our thoughts, even we go into autopilots, slow down, be more intentional because when you're not, you're on autopilot and you know what happens when you're on autopilot, you react, you react, but you also react from a place where you were parented from too. I was going to say your trigger points, right? Like Mm -hmm. where you don't know something's bubbling up, something's Mm. bubbling up, something's bubbling up. Your kid comes over, mom, 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 mom. And then ah! yeah, something, <laughs> something comes out, your, your mother's voice, your father's right. voice, your grandma's voice, your great uncle's voice, whatever. 
And you later will literally say, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. And sometimes you say things that you can't take back, mm-hmm. right? Some things, sometimes you say things that you just, you don't, you didn't mean to say. You, you had no, like, it just, it wasn't what you meant to say. So you got to just take a second. And mm-hmm. you know what pausing does? Taking a second to pause, it puts space between your child's behavior and your reaction, mm-hmm. right? And that's where you can respond with empathy and compassion. And I really want you to see your child's behavior at any time as just communication, letting you know that they're struggling or they mm-hmm. have a need that isn't getting met. And not like a big need, like I need that chocolate cake or I need another cookie. <laughs> Mom it's, needs the chocolate. Yeah, cake. yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> but but a need yes. for attention like don't we shame and blame and criticize our kids for needing attention even babies that is a core human need we shame babies for needing attention like people will say is she a good baby is she a good baby and what they mean is is she quiet and off in the corner not demanding attention and from babyhood on our children need attention including physical touch yes including to be affirmed as a human being Mm. and my children are 14 and 11 and I still unashamedly hold their faces in my hand daily and say, I am so glad you're my child. Mm-hmm. I am so glad I'm your mama. Mm-hmm. And they have yet to roll their eyes and say, yeah, 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 I know. Mm-hmm. They just look at me and say, thanks, mom. And do you know why? Because you are showing them that they are valuable for just who they are Mm. without having to earn it, that they are loved and lovable and Mm -hmm. that they are worthy. They're worthy. Yes. When when we make them feel they have to earn our love and approval and affection, Mm -hmm. well, that means that they're always hustling to get it. And we don't want our kids to have to feel that because they deserve love. It is a human right, Mm -hmm. you know, and our kids, look, we, we are all so lucky to have so much abundance in our lives and, and, and our kids, you know, oh, they are so lucky to to have us as parents, right? And be able to be in a community like in this, this where, community, absolutely, where, where you yes. want to show up in the best way you can uh, to be the best parent you can. Yes. So, so to know that our kids are only ever searching to seek out to get a need met, or even a feeling validated, or they just don't have a skill yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yet. And that's also part growth, of the growth mindset. mindset. Hello. Yep. So this is a really important piece that you just need to know. Like, what is my child trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Are they sleepy, or are they um, are they in need of a little bit more attention, or a hug, or do they need more independence? Even mm-hmm. there are there are eight core needs of a child, and it includes connection. It includes in- unconditional love. It includes empathy as well. I'm going to talk about empathy in a minute, and um, and affection you know, attention. Um, I've lost count now. Um, but, but we'll include, we, I can, I can give you the list of all of those. That would be great. great. Um, but it it includes growth and independence as well too. So you want to look at what is my child needing in this moment? Um, another thing I want you to really keep in mind is that at this time of the year too, our kids are probably overstimulated. Oh, I was going to say, right. There's a lot going on. I have one child who is actually like me. And if there's a lot going on and I love people, I love people, even though I'm an introvert and people think like we poor introverts have a bad name. 
where they think that means that we don't like people. I actually love people, but I get drained mm. from, from all that party energy, yeah, right? Like we had a huge Christmas party last year and uh, for our huge extended family. And I loved every second of it. And then afterwards, I just needed mm -hmm. to decompress and recharge and that sort of thing. And my one child who is very much like me, um, well, both my children, we actually have a secret signal. Mm. Both, both my really children do. and I, we have a secret signal. And if they need me at any time to just have a quick chat if they need to say, I need something. Um, they can signal me their secret signal and it's different for each child. I will just drop what I'm doing and run to them and say, what do you need real quick? Mm. Do you need to go sit in mom's room? Do you need to go, you know, whatever. And my one particularly introverted child, we even talked before the party and said, okay, if you need to go sit in mommy and daddy's room, mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of back out of the party for 10 minutes and everybody, mm. you know, aunties and uncles and cousins and everybody, they'll understand mm. that's okay. Yeah. And my child ended up not having to use the Aww. secret signal, but, um, I think that they felt empowered knowing that that was an option yeah. and knowing that if they felt overstimulated, that there was a safe place for them to mm. go to, they weren't going to get in trouble. It wasn't like you have mm. to be here. You have to be socializing. You have to give hugs to everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, you have to talk to everybody. It was like, no, no, you, you go to capacity or just below and then that's okay there's a safety place there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's brilliant. I love that so much. Mm. And, and I think uh, you bring up a good point too about uh, making kids have to hug people and oh. perform mm -mm. and have expectations that they might not even be able to meet those expectations, right? But yeah, that that is, I remember having to kiss like distant relatives that I didn't want to, like mm -hmm. gross, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't know this guy and yeah. to have to hug and kiss them. No, that's not, yeah. that's not okay. Um, so just with the overstimulation, just yes. notice that. And, and the best that you can, I would say, keep to routines as well. Like your kids still need their sleep, yes. for example, right? And we want to keep things as normal as possible, but also, you know, maybe saying yes a little bit more to things that yeah. you wouldn't normally, right? So being flexible at this time of the year, um, and just knowing that like they're affected by this too. Yes. Right. They really are. Yeah. And telling them what's coming up. Mm -hmm. Like in, if you can't stick to the routine, telling them, okay, you know, we normally have dinner at such and such a time tonight, we're going to have a quick snack and then we're going to auntie so-and-so's for mm -hmm. dinner. So just so they're prepared because yeah. lots of our littles really need to know what's going on. They need to mentally prepare and they, they need to think of what's coming and what can they bring to entertain themselves or what are they going to do? They need to mentally prepare. And then you're not going to be exasperated yeah. when they're tugging at you. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Where are we going? What's, you know, and they just, they're okay. You are currently listening to the Parenting Our Future podcast. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And please don't forget to subscribe. And I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If you'd like to connect with me, all my details are in the show notes. And for a copy of my book, go to yellingcurebook.com. Now back to the show. 
tips that I have. And, and one is at this time of the year, obviously too, your kids are having a hard time maybe listening to you because they're overstimulated, because you're all over the place. Maybe they're not listening to you when you're at somebody else's place for a party or whatever it is, right? Lots going on, um, different food affects kids, mm -hmm. less sleep, whatever it is. I want you to know the steps to really getting your kids to listen. Okay. And I, I hate to admit it, but my husband has to use these steps with me because oh. I am like always somewhere else. Like oh, I am all over the place. So what you need to do first is you need to notice where you are in relation to your kids. Okay. Like phys physically. physically. Okay. How often, and you're in my home right now, mm -hmm. how often do well, you don't know this, but anyway, how, how often will I go from the kitchen when my kids are upstairs and say, Hey, it's time for dinner or Hey, we need to leave right now and, and get zero response. Yeah. Okay. So that doesn't work. So let's not do that anymore because it doesn't work and it makes you frustrated mm -hmm. and that leads to resentment, anger, and so on and so on. Right. So what you want to do is go to your child, right. Mm -hmm. And then you want to connect. And I'm going to use Becky as my, um, as my, um, as my Youth, child. Yes. youthful <laughs> yes. child. Uh, yeah. Yes. And you're going to say, Hey, Hey, mm -hmm. so I'm touching her mm -hmm. lovingly <laughs> and <laughs> I am I'm giving her a little lovey and I'm saying, yeah. Hey, yeah. Eye contact. It's time to go mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to take her. I'm going to take I'm going to take my child and say, okay, it's time to go now. Let's go. Come on, let's go get your shoes on. Mm -hmm. Right. You with a smile, them, with a smile, with lots yeah. of love and patience and you take them and then you go, here's the next thing. And people will have opinions about this. Give them any help they need. Yeah. Can I pass you your coat? Do you want help tying your shoes? This is not the time for you to should all over your child. Like oh, you yes. should be able to do your jacket by now. Where is your, where are like, how can we not wear any socks right now? Yeah. You know what I do? I have a bin at my washer and dryer with socks because nobody ever seems to have socks yet socks somewhere everywhere in my house. I don't we know what that is. Yeah, we have socks. Yeah. 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 We, we've given up trying to match socks. That was in your life. We just talked about canning the shoulds, right? Like, yeah. yeah. We, we just said ditch that word. No, just, it's a shaming word. It's not good. It's a shaming word. So just get rid of it, especially yeah. during this season. Yeah. And it just makes everybody feel gross. Yeah. It's an ick. Yeah. It's an ick factor. Exactly. So, so that's where you go and you give them any help they need. And I'll tell you, it works with my 14 year old. Clearly I admit it. It works with me mm. because the fact of the matter is I have a million things going on, whether I'm thinking about my next podcast, my next post, my next client, whatever it is, or just what I'm going to have for dinner. Mm -hmm. I need to sometimes break myself out of my head because I'm in my head so much. Yeah, I am. Too. I need some help. So my husband now knows that in order to get my attention, he really needs to like lovingly put his Shoulders, hands on me and say, Babe, eye contact. Yeah. Yes. All of those things. Brilliant. Super, super important. So now here's the thing. When you listen to your child and really listen deeply to your child, it is a game changer. Mm -hmm. You know why? because being listened to feels like love. And we all know that we've been in situations where someone has talked to us and we can say like, I mm -hmm. feel, yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm on the only, uh, but mm -hmm. are you listening to me mm -hmm. right now? Yeah. Becky with her phone yeah. in her head, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Like that doesn't feel yeah. good at all. Right. No. And, and we know that when somebody listens to us and we feel like we're the only person in the room, it is 
it's lonely feeling. It's right? lonely if they're not like if and that gives me anxiety. Just now, it made me feel anxious. Yes. It made me like I am somebody who also needs to be heard. Yes, right. And there's some there's some baggage there for me with needing to be heard. Yes, but, and then you're like this. Like, are you? <laughs> Yeah. Are yeah. you listening? And those right? gentle touches don't, don't end up being so gentle. Like, Hey, I'm elbowing her now, but you know, like, so to listen and truly listen, yeah. but there's a couple of keys to listening that I want to share. One is you're listening, not to respond. Mm. You are listening to understand, right? Really, really yes. important because you may think, you know, the answer, but oh, if yeah. you're really listening, you may realize that you actually don't. And we often listen and formulate that response in our heads before it even, before the other person's even finished talking. And we need to stop doing that, yes. right? We need to put our phones down. <laughs> we need to physically and mentally be in aligned in listening. Yeah. And we need to listen without judgment. We need to listen without criticism. We just need to listen to understand and ask questions to understand if you don't understand. And yes. then here is the the pro tip, if you want to take your listening to the next level, you repeat back what you heard. Yep. Then you, A, it confirm that you heard yep. it right. And B, your child knows, okay, you listened to you me. You heard me. You heard me. Yeah. And now I'm good. Yeah. Now I'm good. And they often, I find, mm -hmm. they have the answer themselves. Mm. This was so difficult for me. Actually, this year, mm. this year. Okay. I'm Sharon here. Yeah. I'm Sharon because my, my kids are at, uh, they just finished homeschooling and started public school, which everybody in the group knows. Hmm. Um, and my difficulty was actually in not feeling needed oh. anymore hmm. and, or needed in a different role or like, how do they need me now? What's going on? Hmm. And kind of, you know, uh, almost an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what's my role here? And they would come home with, you know, miniature friend crises or a mm -hmm. teacher said this or whatever, like nothing huge. Cause honestly, they're lovely. I mm -hmm. might be biased, but they're lovely human beings. I just met them. It's true. Yeah. They, they're, they're really lovely, but I just realized all I had to say to them after listening and just making the eye contact and being empathetic was, what do you need from me? Hmm. Like, what do you need? And they knew hmm. what they needed. Hmm. They actually knew the answer. Hmm. Instead of me saying to them, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what mom's going to do. Mm -hmm. Mama Bear's going to jump in. Mama's going to do this. Mama's going to, and they're like, no, mom, no, 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 no. Instead, they had the answer mm -hmm. and I just had to take a back seat to their wisdom. Yeah. Oh. And it was huge. It was huge. Beautiful. What and it nice took story. stress off them. Mm -hmm. And it actually has taken stress off me because now I can just say to them, okay, you just yeah. let me know when you need me to step in and how you need me to step in. And now we, it's taken our relationships both with both my children to a new level. That's beautiful. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're talking less, you're listening more, yeah, yeah. you're listening their ideas and uh, their thoughts, which again, makes them feel valuable, oh, makes huge. them feel loved. Yes. And as obviously bringing you more connection with mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. um, and when they come up with a solution themselves, they are more likely to follow through with it Absolutely. because they help to come up with it. Yes. So this is a really important, oh, a really, really yes. important, especially skill. at this age, mm -hmm. right. Of 11 and 14, like this tween teen age, yes, they've yeah. got to be able to figure out their own 
yeah. solution. We cannot be telling them. Yeah. And, and I, I'll say the same thing to, to my boys. Like, how can I support you? Yes. You know, the relationship that I have with my kids and what I teach the clients that I work with too, is how to have a relationship with your kids that's built on mutual trust and respect, mm -hmm. but also built in understanding and communication, seeking to understand if you don't, so that your kids know at any time they can come to you. Yeah whether they've done something bad or wrong they're not gonna or be naughty, in trouble right no they're never in trouble together. you are just there to say okay well how do we work this out you're not there to punish them to criticize them to say oh you're such a bad kid you know you i can't believe it wait until dad comes home and here's what you mm -hmm. did today oh yeah like that is not the relationship no. we want it doesn't feel good and we don't want that for our kids no. we want them to thrive and know that we are trusted adults that they can come to us at yes. any time and that is a relationship that we build for a lifetime with our kids not just while they're with us not just until they're 18 you know forever yes. we yes. want those relationships to last forever. Yeah. So one last, um, one last thought that I'm going to leave you with is how do I handle constant requests for things from our kids, right? Especially they're asking for things. It is the season of giving and requesting, right? And so, um, you know, one of the things that we want to do is again, notice our thoughts about these things, right? Like, you know, we don't want to, we want to notice our thoughts just notice them. Like, am I saying my kid's not grateful? Like, how can you ask for this when you have all of this stuff? W what are they saying to themselves? And, and when your child, let's say you're out shopping. Okay. And this is really a universal concept. It's not just for this time of mm -hmm, the year mm -hmm. when your child wants something and maybe it's a balloon, maybe it's like a, a new lollipop. pair of sneakers. It doesn't or matter. A new, or yeah. Whatever it is, it can run the, it can yeah run the gamut of things that it could be, you know, and, and if you need to hold a boundary and have a no, you need to say like a firm no, your child may want to release some feelings about that. Mm -hmm. They, and that could be in the form of a meltdown, could be in the form of I like how you say, release some feelings <laughs> about that. Like that's yeah. so, that's Very so clean. <laughs> it's coaching. That might not be so clean in the mall. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I, and I, like I'm a real person too, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's how yeah. I'm saying it. But yeah, I'm no. like, go ahead, release those feelings. Release them. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah. 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 So like, no, it's but, true. It's true. They gotta let it out, right? Because and you have to, you have to make room for that. You have to, yes. because fighting against it isn't helping you. No. Telling like never in the history of calming down has oh, saying calming no. down never calmed anyone down. Not ever. Never. Ever. Except for a Taylor Swift song. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Well, that is good to know. That's good. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. So what you want to do is you want to just accept it. Like, yes. I know you need to cry right now and I know how disappointed you are. And it's okay. This could be the one thing that they think is going to change their life and make their life livable now and finally have the enjoyment that they want and all of these things. Whatever it is that they're thinking, put yourself in their shoes yeah. on how they may feel that this is so important. And from there, by the way, you don't have to agree. You no. can think that it's ridiculous what they're upset about. But that's not what that's not the point. It's just giving them the empathy that they need. So, um, and then, and then you can say to them, look, I know you really want that toy. You really, really want that thing. You really want to experience this, this experience. I know I get it. And I know that it doesn't feel fair. And I know that you must be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And so there's kind of a formula to empathy that I want to share with you. Okay. And that is to validate the feeling 
I get, you must be so disappointed. And then you is because as your bridge, because you really think that this is the best toy ever. You think like your friends all have that toy and you're feeling and you're, and, and you think you're going to be left out and one other thing. Right. Right. So if you can validate the emotion, use because never, but because that negates what yes. you just said. And then two to three reasons why mm -hmm. total game changer mm. and will calm your child down because you want to get to the point where they say, yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. That is how you know you've done it well. That's excellent. Right. And again, accept those feelings. So that without shaming, like without you shaming. shouldn't be feeling that way, but you I am are feeling that way. I am. Yes. I am disappointed. And, yes. And that lollipop looks like the coolest thing in the world. Yes. And my life is going to end. And I want my tongue to turn red. Yes. Yes. Too, and I want to show everyone. Yes. And now I don't have that chance. Yes. And so that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. And you know what? Talking people out of their feelings has never worked. No. Validating not them. Even, not even at the age of 93. 93. Yeah. yeah. No. You don't look a day over 87. I know. I use excellent skincare. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is, those are my tips. Love it. To Love all of it. I'm going to rewatch this actually. <laughs> yes. 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 Mute, mute Becky. Listen to Robin. Right. No, it's excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.